and not realizing that within that process, we become a product of our environment. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we try to, we don't, we actually are afraid to be around people who are better than us or smarter That's than facts. us. We, because, because now we don't have that same impact, you know. Right. It's kind of like if you take, I always say like, you could take the, the hood is due, you put him in the middle of Beverly Hills, he's going to be uncomfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing yeah. going to happen to him, but he don't, he's oh. uncomfortable. I don't have no power here, you know. Right. So, yeah. Um, I think that we got to continue to make keep ourselves uncomfortable. Comfort mm-hmm. is the comfort is the tool of the devil. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. Comfort it stops you from thinking, it stops you from growing, it stops you from expanding. It keeps you where you are. Comfort is dangerous. It's a disease. Mm. So if you find yourself comfortable, then you know you need to make yourself do things to make yourself uncomfortable. And uh, second thing, you are who you think you are. Like whoever you think you, if you say I'm a shy person, then you are. Yeah. Mm. And so my mentor used to say, Keith, what would you do if you were a boulder? How would you act? And I just act like that. Just do what that person would do. Mm-hmm. If you were, um, if you had more faith in yourself, how would you? What would you do? How would your actions look? And just do the actions anyway. Mm. If you have more faith in you, just do the actions yeah. as if you did. Act as if you are. Mm-hmm. So you are who you say you are, and. Lastly, you are who you choose to be. Uh, the same book, Conversations with God, it says most people go through life trying to find out who they are, not recognizing that um, uh, it's not about who you are, it's who you want to become. You know, mm. it's really about what you, who you choose to be. What type of personality do you want to be? You can have the choice to have whatever personality trait you so choose. If you want to be shy, then keep telling yourself you're shy. If you don't want to be a shy person, you want to say, I'm a talkative person, I'm an outgoing person. Mm-hmm. Then just start telling yourself that and start acting as if you are. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> but, but but more importantly, be careful who you're around because right. that's True. it's subconsciously, you don't even realize. Like, monitor your conversations. You know, the, 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 the easiest thing I can say, when you talk to your friends, family, do y'all talk about people or ideas? Just make that separation right there. Mm. Are we talking about people or ideas? Every time you get on the phone, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the people? Are we talking, are we gossiping? Are we talking about ideas? Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about nobody. Me and my friends, I, I, no BS. We we ain't really talking about the Trump situation. We, right. Exactly. We got ideas we talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's very important to to monitor that and like, okay, remember, unsuccessful, unsuccessful, unsuccessful people talk about people. Successful people talk about ideas. So mm. just monitor your conversations like and see that. how, how that's rolling. I like yeah. That. I definitely like that. And, I was listening to your show and I remember you said something about like the power of your thoughts. And if you think that you're going to be this thing, you're going to be that. Period. Um, And I was, you know, talking with one of my friends and she just had this pattern of downplaying herself a lot, talking bad about herself, Mm -hmm. saying she doesn't like this about herself. She doesn't like this. She doesn't like that. And, you know, not feeling herself, not feeling confident. And I told her, I was like, if you keep talking about yourself like that, you're never going to feel better about you know yep. your body or your yep. whatever your looks yeah. your appearance yep. because you're always talking down about yourself mm-hmm. like you're beautiful yeah you're a great person i tell you that all the time because that's no, she, what but i she see not, though she's not beautiful and she's not a great person you trying to convince her something that she don't believe in right yeah i'm not about true. to convince you something you don't believe okay well then i i got a one of one of my closest one of my good friends she used to always be like you know, she she's a very beautiful girl. She gets a lot of tissue. She used to always be like, I'm basic. So I, every time I see her, like, you basic. You are so, you're just basic. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she was like, I get it now. I get it. Right. You know? 
Like, yeah, I'm a, whatever you say you are, I'm going to tell you are. I'm going to let you hear it back. Right. I'm not, you want to, for me to tell you otherwise, I'm not going to do that. Mm. Yeah. Now I'm, all right. If that's what you are, okay, for sure. All right. That's it then. What are we talking about? Right. You, you want me to say something yeah. else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You told us I'm not about to play with you. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You told me what you are and who you are. That's, I'm going to take that. And it's, it's interesting because a lot of women struggle with that. Like they'll, They'll put themselves down before other people can put them down because they don't feel, you know, confident in themselves. And I, I do find myself doing that, like trying to, you know, get them out of it. But sometimes I realize, like, I can't I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, or I'll hear, I'll catch myself saying the same things over and over. And then I start getting annoyed because I'm just like, well, they just don't believe me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why am I, you know, saying this over and over and over again? It's also a false sense of humility that we try to create. Like, we feel like down-talking ourselves makes us humble. That's facts. Mm. Yeah, that's facts. Instead of just living what you actually are. Like, at right. some point, like I always say, Nipsey, also at some point recognize that I'm a legend, bro. I'm, I'm here now. At, right. At some point, Jesus Christ had to recognize, like, I'm Jesus Christ. Like, when nobody going to follow him? He was like, man, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm Jesus, but I ain't Jesus, Jesus. Like, right. like nobody going to follow that. Right. Yeah. At yeah. some point, you got to step into who you actually are and just own it. It ain't a, You're not... You're not saying nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. You saying what it is. This is mm-hmm. who I am. You know what yeah, I, I do. I think a lot of times we get we get stuck in the looking glass self theory to where mm-hmm. we are nice. we are who, who I am who you think I am. Yes. Right? Mm. I yes. am who society tells me yep. I am. If my if the actions I'm taking is acceptable by society, this is the reality that I'm living, then okay, I can be this. But if it's not acceptable, okay, then there's something I gotta change. Mm. Nah, you gotta be yourself. You gotta be your real yeah. authentic self into whatever environment that you step into, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's so why different. that's why I call myself the hood psychiatrist. That's why I go by that. So when I walk into a, a meeting with a whole bunch of old white women and old white men, right. principals, uh, administrators, and they looking like, Who is this guy? Right. Right. Talking about he from the hood. Like right. is it exactly. guns in here? Like what's going right. on? Yeah. No, the hood is a part of me. This, yes, this, yes, this is this is how I got here in front of you yep. all today. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't look at it like, oh, I'm dangerous. No, look mm-hmm. at it as a part of my story. It's a yeah. part of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to change who I am, who I need to be perceived as because Absolutely. I'm in front of a different group of Absolutely. people. Right? And I'm not saying you got to be all ghetto or you got to be, you know, if, if you that's got not some, who you are, that's not exactly, who you are. Yeah. Yeah. If you got some negative things or you got some things that's going, you know, not necessarily kick you out of society but that's mm-hmm. not even that shouldn't even be acceptable to yourself yeah, exactly. then, you know some of those things you should be able to yep. tell yourself I need to work right. I need to right? get better anyway yeah, I need to get better yeah. anyway for myself yep. not for you not for, for the me. people I'm in front of but Go for talk. me I gotta get better for myself mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I'm saying and, and we get, we just get so stuck in that looking glass self theory and we just right. like oh if if, if, I, if they don't think I look pretty if I don't look good to them then oh my gosh I don't look good can we take that uh, w- one, one step deeper okay and and so Think about our name. We're so tied to our name. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's. I remember uh, in uh, what was it? Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. He talks about people love hearing their name more than any other uttered sound. They love their name. Did you choose your name? No. No. Right. But you you may go around telling people like, I'm Nia. That's who I am. And you may tell yourself, All I can be is Nia. That's it. But you didn't. Even, that's somebody else chose that name for you. Right. That was somebody else. So, but we, so we try to uh, meet the expectation. We're so afraid to let go of who we think we are supposed to be. So much, like, yeah. think about it. Like, we won't. Like, I, like I've been saying, I'm, I'm a chan- I'm thinking about changing my name more so for me. Right. I want the experience of letting go whoever I think I'm supposed to be. I want the complete experience of shedding 
you know, and choosing who I am mm-hmm. versus trying to live up to the expectation of, of who I'm, who I've been given of other people. Yeah. It's like, so like, you know, it was like, okay, why not? Why not change my name? Like, I was just like, why not? Why am I so tied to it? Right. You know, but uh, anyway, I, I say that to say just that it goes that deep until we try to keep up with the expectation mm-hmm. of our perception instead of actually experience a whole new person. Like, you know, I said on my show, like this year, why not try to be somebody different? Why not? Why not be a person that likes rock and roll if you never have? Mm-hmm. Why not experience it? Yeah. Why not try a whole new hair? Why not try a whole new wardrobe? Why mm-hmm. not take on a new personality? Why not mm-hmm. develop a new habit? Why not become a new person? Mm-hmm. Get a whole new experience. We've been the same person for so long. Yep. Walking that same road. The same road. Yeah. But if you want to become, if, if you want to get to a new place, it's going to require a new you. Mm-hmm. Period. The, the you now ain't going to get you. It's, the you now got you to where you at now. Right. <laughs> So if you want to, you know, get to the next point, you got to become the next person. You got to become a new person. You got to recreate yourself. Law number 25 and 48 laws of power. Recreate yourself. And put yourself in that environment, in that space. Yep. So if we're talking about, you know, I want to start something. I want to be be a DJ, whatever it is. Yeah. DJ. Well, I need to put myself around mm-hmm. DJs. Mm-hmm. If I want if I want to start a podcast, well, I need to be on Keith's line every single day because yep. I need to know what it means yes, to sir. have a podcast. Yep. If I want to be a hairstylist, well, yep. let me hit up these different hairstylists. Yep. A lot of people fall short because we don't build the connections that mm-hmm. we need to build yes. because we never we never explored that environment. We're comfortable with talking to the friends that we got, yes. mm-hmm. but if it's something that we want in New our life friends. that's different. New circle. Right, you gotta Absolutely. go and put your. You gotta hit these people up, like yo. You right, and, and people. Um, is uh, correct right me if I'm mistaken. If somebody comes to you and asks you for some advice, some motivation, kind of make you feel good yourself. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. But people don't understand that. Like, I, I remember, I never forget in my undergrad um, when I was going through my undergrad, I was hitting up all type of psychologists and, and counselors and stuff. While I was in undergrad, they they wasn't even associated with my university. They was all out in Texas. Mm. Uh, I think I talked to somebody from Langston. You know, I was just reaching Shout out. out to Langston, I got people up there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was just reaching out to these people that have already found success in yeah. what I want to be successful yes, in, mm-hmm. so that they can see me and say, "Oh, that young kid wants to do." That. Let me vouch for him. You know, you placed yourself in the environment to be you. Uh, they full immersion. Let's just say that. Yeah. Whatever it is you're trying to do, no matter what it is, Tim Ferriss talks about that in, in all his books. You have to immerse yourself. What's the fastest way to learn Spanish? Go to a place where everybody's yeah. speaking Spanish. Right. You can take a class and all that, but it, it ain't you nothing ain't like that full immersion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is people are putting in part-time effort, expecting yep. full-time results. Man, say that. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They, they, everybody's trying to be a millionaire, but ain't nobody trying. Mm-mm. Right. Here, here, I'm going to say it again. Everyone wants to be a millionaire, but ain't nobody trying. Right. Like. Nope. <laughs> not putting in the work. They're not it's, even making an fair. attempt. It's fair, man. Uh. I'm telling you, it's all... It, the first part of change is accepting the fact that you got to be, you're going to be afraid because you're going into this new environment and right. you're going to be the dumb one in the room. But the right. smartest person in the room is the one that intentionally put, is intentionally the dumbest. Bro, I swear, bro, you were, that is right on point, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. I always say like the smartest person knows how dumb they are. Mm. Come on, man. I think it was Aristotle. He said, all I know is that I know nothing. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Or it could have been played on one of them, but yeah, yeah. 
I think it was Mavis Plato. But all I know, I don't know. Stick up with Socrates. I don't know which one, any one of them. But I get, I get you, you, the you point. Yeah, you I get the point. No, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. that's crazy to think about. Like mm-hmm. really, always been in that aspect of um, Kevin Shadow talks about this. He's called it a teachability index. Mm-hmm. Like how teachable are you at any given moment, mm-hmm. and you can rate that all the time. Even if it's somebody you meet, a homeless person you meet on the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I was a super audio guru. You know, I did. I've done. I've worked on Doctor Drew. I've done professional boards. You know, uh-huh. at the, the highest level. Right. And it was this bartender was trying to tell me about a, a audio switch, and I was like, "Bro, you're a bartender. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me." And I, at that moment, I remember telling myself, "Keith, where's your teachability index?" So I decided to listen. He taught me something I never knew before, and it was only being done when you have a live show and a live audience. I never. Mm. I mean, it. I was like, "Wow." Just because I decided that I was going to be more teachable Mm -hmm. in this moment and accept the fact that there might be a lesson in this person that I have no respect for in my industry, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to treat them with the maximum respect and still act as if I know nothing. Mm -hmm. And I learned something that changed everything. I wanted to ask you something because you just said something about how like you reminded yourself like how teachable are you and that's kind of like mindfulness right Mm -hmm. i wanted to ask both of you when did you guys start becoming mindful of you know your thoughts and self-aware yeah Mm self-awareness um because a lot of i won't say a lot of people my age but just like in college I feel like a lot of people aren't Mm self-aware like they're still trying to figure themselves out but they're following a pattern right they're following a pattern they're following a pattern we're following yellow big road all of us so how did you because because that's really the first step to changing you know your thought processes become mindful of the thoughts that you had before and not falling back into that pattern yeah so what was it for you well both of you guys yeah what was it for you that started you you know starting to get self-aware and mindful of you know your thoughts and decisions that you make i would say I think at a at a really young age, I always thought, does this make sense for me? Like, or am I just doing this because somebody is telling me to do it? Right. Mm-hmm. So when I was, uh, I, as far back as I can remember, like religion was pushed on me heavy. Mm-hmm. Christian, Christianity, Same me, yeah. Christianity was pushed on me heavy from my mother, and it was her belief and what she believed in. Right. My grandma believed it was, in. That's what the time was. No, I yeah. believed in. But as a kid, for me, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. I didn't find the enjoyment in going mm-hmm. to church. Like I wanted to go play football outside of my friends. Right. I didn't yeah. want to be in church, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Does this make sense for me, or mm-hmm. does it make sense for my mother?" And so, what did make sense for, for me though is following what my mother wanted me to do, mm-hmm. and so that was go to church. My, my mom wants me to go to church. I'm gonna go to church. It's not I'm going to church because I like going to church. No, it's because what makes sense for me is to listen to my mom because I know my mom. Is my mother, and I'm supposed to give her respect, right? Right. That was my ideology. That makes sense to me. Right. I want to give my mother respect, so that's what I'm going to do. And and I've just carried that philosophy all throughout my life. Even like when you talk about teachable moments, even when there's when I'm in spaces where somebody's t- educating, think they're educating me, but even if they're wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Even if what they're teaching me is wrong, mm, yep. That person. What am I taking away from that yep. person if I tell them that they're wrong, right? <laughs> exactly. Let, that, let him or her is you trying it, to bro. teach me something, so I'm yeah. like, all right, yeah. yeah. I, they're I'm trying just, to help you. you you're trying to Regardless, help Regardless, yeah. Right, and if I yep. sit here and actually listen to you, yep. I, so, okay, when some people talk, I take notes. When some people talk, I just listen. 
and I, I can just listen to you. You know what's what's the harm? I hear things. I hear all different type of sounds all throughout my day. So what's what? Why would I take away your your shine right now? Right? You trying to educate? You trying to enlighten me? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna take that away from you. I don't have to take note of what you're saying, but I can sit there and actively listen to what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that makes sense for me. So once you start really understanding what makes sense for you, then you'll start to see some change in your thoughts. Right? Mm. Um. Yeah, man, man, you be you be right on, bro. I mean, honestly, uh, but just as as a personal experience, self awareness came. I guess at, it came in different ways and levels. One of the first things that I had when I was eighteen years old, I never forget it. I called my mom and told her, "Mom, I don't believe in Jesus," and she could she couldn't she flipped out. What are you talking about? What do you mean? And I said, "I just don't." It like you know, I was like, "Mom, you know, some people believe in Buddha, some people believe in Krishna, some people believe." And some people believe different stuff. Mm-hmm. So I said, are they wrong? Because they believe just as strongly as you believe. Yeah. So recognizing perspective mm-hmm. and recognizing I had only got one perspective made me start to recognize that my thoughts are already being crafted. Mm-hmm. I've been given a, a base level. I've been given a foundational thought process. Mm-hmm. And that's what I follow. And I think that was my first discovery. I think what really unlocked the code for me was a uh, reading self-development mm. i cannot stress out i mean i can reference books and books and books and books i probably didn't reference like six yeah, already I'm, I'm here. Need to so take note of that because i need to personal development books. that's that is the key i mean literally reading a book on self-realization i have books on self-realization mm-hmm. you know i read the Tao Te ching i read the Bhagavad gita i read uh, you know all these other self-help books that i've went through the think and grow rich which is a very popular book Earl Nightingale, The Strangest Secret. I've read The Secret, mm-hmm. you know, um, but a lot of it talks about your thinking. And Earl Nightingale's one, the simplest. You become what you think about. Mm-hmm. Period. You become what you think about. What are your thoughts? So the self-awareness kind of came through all that and, and continuously being, once you learn from me, once, once I see something, I can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. I can't unrecognize it, unlearn it. And recognizing that there's a conscious and a subconscious. Right. Yeah. Think about when you first started driving. How nervous were you? I used to get cramps in my leg because I was, I was like so this. nervous. My mom was like, "Relax." I was like, "I am." I can't. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like my, my leg is so I'm I'm holding it. I'm you know now, you know you can drive with one eye closed, yeah. eating a hamburger sandwich, right, and on the phone, right. And how how many times you didn't got on the, ended up at home and you weren't even going home? Like, oh, I got on the wrong way. That's subconscious. You don't think about driving no more. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about it. You so, but at one point it was conscious. You moved it to a different part of your brain, mm-hmm. so you no longer have to think about it for it to do it for you. Mm-hmm. So success is the same thing. You can be on your way to success without even thinking about it, without even recognizing you're doing the actions because you moved it from a conscious point in your mind to a subconscious point in your mind, mm-hmm. and you're doing it without thinking about it. It's a new level of thinking, a new level of thought. Here's how you get to that level. Think about what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Just start there. <laughs> yeah. Think about what I'm thinking about. And where do thoughts come from? Where do they come from? Because they entered the brain. You know, they've searched the brain, all the neur- neurologists. They've never found a thought. The only thing that they've recognized is that when you do think a thought, there's an elect- there's a uh, you know uh, electric you know uh, connection. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's actually mm-hmm. sent out. That can be monitored. That's mm-hmm. it. They don't know where it goes, but they know it releases when the thought happens. That's it. Mm-hmm. So recognizing that thoughts enter the mind from somewhere else. So you got to realize that there's another you that's working with you. Everybody's right. bipolar. Mm-hmm. 
Recognize you have to have that conversation. Ask yourself, what am I thinking about? How do I create? New, how do I create new thoughts? How do you develop a new color in your mind you never seen before? Mm. How do you develop a new shape in your mind that you've never seen before? Mm. How do you think about something that you've never thought of? It's so deep to the fact that we we have three pound brains and we think we try to figure out the universe. Right. This is the reality. Nobody knows nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody here knows. Right. Period. Right. So listening to people is not allowing you to be, you know, in a, in a self-awareness state. Mm-hmm. Recognizing you're going to die is very important. Mm-hmm. It allows you to get there deeper as well. I mean, faster as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, all those things, the multitude. <laughs> um, right. But ultimately, you know, recognizing there's a conscious you and there's a subconscious you. And that subconscious right. is always, well, you don't think about breathing. Right. You just breathe. Yeah. And when you think about breathing, you start breathing differently. Yeah. <laughs> what? You don't think about blinking. But now you're thinking about it and now you can't stop yourself from like fluttering your eyes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right? It's just crazy. That's mm-hmm. facts. Those things are happening without you thinking about it. And when you do move it from the point of your subconscious back to your conscious mind, mm-hmm. it creates a different experience. Right. So recognizing that it's deep. I know it's deep. I know we got deep. But yeah, it's deep, deep though. But it's deep. Well, I wanted to talk about, um, I guess, my experience on how I became more self-aware. Yeah. I would say, really, it happened um, when I started going to therapy. Mm, because okay. she would just, like, ask me questions back, you know, like, and it would make me think of different perspectives. I think, I don't know if it's from... Just my parents, when I was in my parents' house, I thought like my parents. I had the same ideas and views Mm. as my parents. Then when I went to Hampton, I started thinking like Hampton. There was Mm, a culture. Um, You know, they say we get Hamptonized. So Mm. we start all like dressing the same kind of and all like thinking the same. And so I would say I went to grad school. I wasn't really thinking about self awareness. I was just trying to, I was trying to get my degree. I wasn't right. even thinking you, about you that was, kind you was, of stuff. You was on your path. On yeah. Your journey, yeah. But when I moved back home, it was just like, I felt like a shift in my, my identity, I should say. Because I, I also got out of a four year relationship. Yeah. So a lot of things came to light that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. And I realized too that we, we group think a lot, especially like on Instagram. Yeah. Keyword. Hey, everybody write that down. Group think. Yeah. I'm glad people don't know about that. That's, that's deep. Yeah. We group think a lot and, and we, we don't try to figure yes. out stuff for our, ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we, we have a lot of the same views because yep. that's all we see all yep. day on Instagram. Yep. And so going to therapy yeah. is just like, she just was able to point out things that I've never realized mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. Like I just think, oh, just that's just how, that's just how I am. Yeah. No, you don't have to be like that. Nope. Yep. You know, you don't have to think that. You don't have nope. to think that way. Like, just for example, like one thing I always thought, oh, okay, since my parents were high school sweethearts and they they've been together for forever, they got married when they was twenty five. Like I need to be married mm-hmm. by twenty five. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, that's why I stayed in my relationship so long because I'm thinking, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. This yeah, is where I have to be yeah. because most people get married around this age. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going to therapy, it's like, no, you you need to just go with the flow and let things happen naturally. Stop trying mm-hmm. to plan everything. It's your own journey. Right. It's my own journey. Yeah. And um, I guess that's just an example. But the way that 
my therapist works with me is just she's able to point out things like my blind spots. Yeah, yeah. And then so once I, you know, become aware of it, become mindful of it, that's when I try to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that to encourage other people. Like sometimes people are like, well, I just feel this way. Like I can't think of anything else or they get stuck. And sometimes that's depression. Sometimes that's anxiety. That means you need help. You need something else. You can't do it on your own. You might need to go see a therapist. You might need a self-help book or self-realization book. Mm -hmm. You might need to surround yourself with other people who are on, you know, a journey like that, who are trying to become more self-aware. And I've been being mindful now of like the people who I'm around because like, Someday I was I was in an argument with somebody and they were just like, oh well, that's just how I am. You should know. Talking to that mic. Oh, yeah, you said. Yeah, it's not good. I got I got. No, no, no. I'm already knowing. Hey, keep going. Keep that rolling though. We here. But when they told me that, like, oh, that's just how I am. Like, but you could change. You don't have to be like that. If Mm -hmm. I'm bringing something to your attention, then why, why do you just have to say, oh, that's just how I am? You should know. Like, I hated that. And I'm just like, I don't I don't want to surround myself with people like that. I want to surround myself with people who are trying to grow. Yeah. Who are trying to change. Like, you don't want to be the same person that you were, you know, to mm-hmm. I mean, tomorrow that you were yesterday. You yeah. know, you want to grow. You want to just have that self-realization or self-actualization, whatever it is. Yeah. And um, I guess that's just how I came to, you know, be more self-aware. Um, I, and I think if I can add... Um, Self-realization and self-actualization, it's a never-ending process, right? Right. It's, it's a never-ending journey, right? Because as you're as you're coming to your actualizations, time is still moving and time is endless, right? <laughs> so you should look at your self-actualization like say say like it's a horizon, right? A horizon you're looking at it, it's never ending. Right. You're falling through an abyss that's that's never ending, and it's always going to bring about change. Mm-hmm. You always something's always going to change. There's always going to be new things that enter into your life every single day, right? Mm-hmm. And so as you're going down your self actualization journey, don't think there's one answer out there. It's right. not one answer out there. It's not even a. It's not even multiple. It's endless answers out there. You don't know what you're going. You you don't know what you're going to experience right. tomorrow. There's right. no wrong way. There's no wrong way. I think right. that we we we're afraid of making the wrong decision more about so much that we don't make one at all. Mm. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Exactly. We're so afraid. Of, you know, there was a study done at this at this fair. I will go through this briefly, but um, there was a place. Uh, they, they were jam. They were selling j- jams. One place had six jams. The other place had eighteen jams. More people stopped at the one that had eighteen jams. They had more customer coming in, mm-hmm. but more people purchased at the one with six jams. You know why? Because it's less. You, it was the fear of making of choosing the wrong jam was uh, lessened mm-hmm. based because it was less jams. It was less right, yeah. less options. So a lot of times, right? Now, I mean, the options are, are endless. So you like okay, well let me see the next one. Let me see the next one. Yep. Let me see like you're gonna be here all day. Yep. Right. Yep. It's like an unlimited menu. Yep. Mm-hmm. That never ends. Or what else? It's like imagine you go into a restaurant and the menu never ends. You're never gonna order nothing. That's right. Fact. So Too that's that is fact. <laughs> yeah. I just did I was at Dairy yeah. Queen, like it's so many different combinations. It was there for twenty <laughs> minutes. Yeah. And no, I no, no go ahead of me. Go ahead, go ahead of me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like, know. Yeah, hold on, let me step yeah. back for a second. <laughs> But that's that's real. That's real. So being afraid of making a wrong decision usually stops us from making a decision at all. So you know, um, the, the 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 place with the eighteen jams, it was so many jams that people didn't buy nothing. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow, I never looked at it like that. 
Mm. It's a good story. Shout out Al Duncan for that. I don't, I'm not taking credit for that. Oh, okay, I, yeah. Al Duncan. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. He did that experiment. So I wanted to ask you before we end, not your New Year's resolution, but what are your goals for this year, but specifically towards your mental health? And I know a lot of people have goals like for their business mm-hmm. and, you know, for physical, you know, working out or, yeah. you know, stop drinking or whatever it mm-hmm. is. But what about for your mental health? Like what is something that you are mindful of that you did yeah. that you don't want to do anymore or that yeah. you want to grow in? Um, I guess hood psychologist, you could go first. No, for, for me, it's definitely and this is some of the work that I've been doing. My therapist uh, recently is control. Let go of control mm. and everything. Mm-hmm. I, and, I feel you she, on that she one. Hit, she hit me on the head with it. She was like, so, so, so what I'm getting from what you're saying is you want to be in control of X, Y, and Z that you're going through and you're not in control right now. Mm-hmm. So it's fucking you up, right? Right. It's <laughs> yeah. killing you. It's yeah. killing you that you're not in control. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dang, you right. You so right. And that's, that's what I've been working on. And if we can understand that, we don't got to be in other other people can be right. You don't have right. to be right about everything. Yeah. And the moment you accept that you can be wrong, there mm-hmm. is a possibility yep. for you to be wrong. You there's also a possibility for you to grow at the same time because mm-hmm. now you understand things in a different uh, standpoint. You can understand people, other people's emotion, other people's feelings. But if you're just so stuck on nah, everything has to go the way that I want it to go. That's a tough. That's a tough role. You end up hurting a lot of people, mm-hmm. and you know I'm, I'm glad she was able to work me through that because yeah. all my life, uh, and it, it really made me. It triggered me all the way back. Like I, I fell back through a time loop. Like dang, I've always wanted to be in control of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And because I and, and and my premise I felt was good. I feel like the way I'm thinking about this is the most logical way to think about this, and you know, so it should go this way. It right. should go the way I yeah. want it to because it makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Not not taking into consideration yeah. anybody else, right? Right. So yeah. control. That's one of the th- big things that I want to work on this year. Is just letting go of control. Yeah, letting go of control. It, it, a lot of a lot of bad things can come from you know wanting to be in control of everything. Right. That's real. That's real. I want the my one has to be trust. I, I started working at on that towards the end of last year. You know, um, like late October, I started really like making a conscious focus on am I trusting people because. You know, and it's like not necessarily trusting, like, are you going to steal from me? Not that kind of trust. Uh-huh. But trusting that people will get things done that they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's kind of similar to control. But mm-hmm. really, I have to trust that people are going to do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I have this notion that most people ain't come. Most people are unreliable. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like I know I can do it. I know that I'm going to do it. Yeah, I know I'm going to do it right. I know I'm going to do it on time. I know it's going to get done. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Trusting people and then allowing, you know, them to do it their way. And I think that has given me a lot of space um, for me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know what? All right. You say you got it. You got it. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You say you got it. You got it. And that's tough. Yeah, Especially tough. like if it's something that you created or if it's your baby, like you want it to be, you know, this specific yeah. way. And yeah, it's kind of letting go of control too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, 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 and people let you down, but you know, I, I live in this, in this, I always tell myself appreciation over expectation. Always just mm-hmm. appreciate them for what they did do. And just 
that's it. First start there. Like you mm-hmm. may, because you expect this to be done. Mm-hmm. Like if you say, all right, we're going to be here at 930. That's what that's your expectation. Mm-hmm. But if they show up by 945, the expectation is not met, but you do appreciate that they're here. Right. So I kind of start there and that has allowed me to have more trust and realizing that there's a, uh, what I want to call it, a, uh, what's, what's they call when you, uh, a period, a, a grace period. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So grace give period. people room for failure. Give right. people room to be yeah. wrong. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you won't judge them so harshly or be so upset. Like give them room. Yeah. Give them grace. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like give them a grace period with themselves. Like, right. Give them room to 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 be to be not right or be off and be you know like work like work that in right <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah that's it oh wow okay well mine um I worked on a little bit letting go of control that was like earlier last year mm-hmm. but I realized that was the source of my anxiety mm. because I was trying to control everything I was yeah. anxious about every situation oh, yeah. because then. When the situation didn't go my way, I was devastated. Mm, okay. And it that's we would talk about that in therapy a lot. And she's just like, you need to just let things happen naturally. You cannot control what this man says or what your friend says. You have to let go of control. Once you start to let go of control, you'll be at ease and you mm. won't be so anxious. Yeah. Um, so that's something that um, I'm working on. But for this year, I would say negative self-talk. Okay. It's my biggest one that I want to just stop doing. Like, I've even noticed that with my trainer, when I work out, I'll say, so t- I can't do it. I can't do it. He's like, yes, you can't stop saying that you can't. Cause mm-hmm. if you say you can't, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You need to, you know, he's, he's very, right. <laughs> he's very tough on me, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's, that's why, that's why I pay him. Yeah. Cause that's I know I'm not going to yeah. do it on my own, yeah. but well, I, hey, stop, stop saying that. Start right, right there. Right. Right. Cause yeah. what, what you know is what it is. Right. That's exactly. what it is. She just said, I know. Mm-hmm. So then, okay. Yes, you're not. Right. So yeah. that's what so, so, I'm so. working. I'm working. You know, <laughs> I, I'm mindful of that. Yeah. I'm mindful of yeah. that. So I'm trying to get out of that. And just me talking negatively to myself, I've realized how it affects my day. It affects yeah. my interactions with my clients. Mm-hmm. And I'm not giving my best foot forward because I'm saying, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, here they go. They're about to start complaining about this. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is your job, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but definitely the negative self-talk and limiting myself. Oh, I can't do this because I can't go alone mm-hmm. or I can't do this because I'm a woman. I can't do I, I, I feel like I make a lot of excuses for myself mm-hmm. and I just see how it affects others. And sometimes I kind of it's kind of like what you said, like think about the people you hang around. Mm-hmm. Hey. And when I realized it, it in my friends, I'm like, dang. Do they complain a lot? Yeah. And I complain a lot too. There's, I, I read this book. Uh, it, I, I was, I, I called the author. It was such a good, and it was, it was like positive words, positive thoughts. It was like, but he said, um, try. They, they did a, 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 a project, and they tried to get everybody to go 24 hours without complaining, and Ooh. nobody could do it. <laughs> Like it was, it took this guy, it, it took him over a year and a half of every day trying to do it to actually get one day without complaining. Mm. Like without one. It's, it's that, it's that tough. We don't even realize, even we, man, that's, that's complaining too. It's just a different, you know, right. verbal way of doing it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's tough. It's a tough right. thing. But you can limit it once you're consciously aware of it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, I, so I'll say another fine. thing, another thing that I want to work on this year is just allowing myself to experience emotions. 
allowing them tears to, to fall, right? Mm. Because I, I always look at tears like it's something trying to be released, right? I'm trying to release something. That's why there's water is falling out my eyes mm-hmm. because yeah. there's something I'm holding in inside mm-hmm. of me mm-hmm. that needs to come out. And so I let, let the tears fall like boulders. Just let them go. Let That's them real talk. Right? If you got a boo-boo, man, you got trying to hold that thing in, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to be mad at everybody yeah. all day. That's real. And, and, and my pops had told me. My, it's the same thing. Yeah. Though. yeah. <laughs> and my pops told me something similar to that. He was like, I was around him one time and I had sneezed. I held my sneeze and he was like, why are you holding it in? I was like, I don't want the boogers to come out. He's like, but it needs to come out your body. Like, Mm -hmm. it it needs to release. Allow yourself to experience those emotions so so things can release. I like that. Let go of it so it can Mm -hmm. be. So not not done and over with, but you can understand, okay, I'm experiencing these emotions. Now, what am I going to do to Mm -hmm. help me get through this? What Mm -hmm. am I, what, um, um, what can I do for myself to push me through? You know whatever whatever right. I am, it is that I'm experiencing, so you know I'm and I'm speaking to the men out there. We don't got to be these rock solid. I can't feel emotion. No, nah, be vulnerable. Right. You know, Have a couple it, daughters, bro. It it change everything. Like, yeah. Trust. Be vulnerable. Have a couple daughters. You'll get real. You'll get real vulnerable. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Changes you, huh? Oh man. You gotta, man. You gotta get out that man box. It's 2021, yeah. man. It's right. Like, so much life to experience and emotions is a part of life. Mm-hmm. So if we if we taking ourselves if we taking ourselves away from them emotions, then you know we missing something. You cheating yourself, yeah. right? Exactly. Well, thank you, Keith, for joining us today. I really me. enjoyed. I was just I didn't really talk that much today, but I was soaking up everything <laughs> that you guys were saying. I was really yeah, listening. This is real. This I can't is real. wait to listen to the playback and just be like, "Wow, let me write these yeah. things down." Yeah. Um. But before we go, Keith, can you tell them about your app? And uh, how how people can download that and where they can find that. Yeah, go to the Google Play Store, go to Apple App Store, and type in the Good News Radio Network. It'll probably pop pop up before you type all that in. Download the app. We got two radio stations. Uh, We got over 17 shows, and they're all handpicked by us. Um, So it's all, all, all exclusive shows. We got shows from out of state that we syndicate in. I mean, we just did a great job. So we really want y'all to download the app. You can all of our shows are live, so you can chat with them live. You can even call in to the show, um, and be a part of be a part of it. Right. So make sure you tune in. We got shows every single day. A lot of our shows go live twice a week. So uh, yeah, man, download the app. It's free and it helps us out. It helps us get revenue and it costs you nothing. You just nice. get to get a positive experience and you get good content and uh, you get to see the growth because we got big major plans moving forward so uh you get to see where it's at now and see and and be a part of our story yeah i can't wait to see those plans oh man (laughs) um okay well that's our show and make sure to follow us on instagram at double underscore what's good with you and um subscribe to our youtube page what's good with you i'm definitely gonna be putting this up i can't wait Mm -hmm. to edit it i can't wait oh man i can't wait to get uh, this to you guys somebody excited now you weren't excited when you walked in now you're excited you you guys just i'm feeding off of your energy you you know um but yeah uh what's good with you what's good with you hey keep the love and the peace we'll see what's good with y'all next week all right.